0: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Kicking Off with Caitlin. This is your host, Caitlin McCarthy. Thanks for tuning in to another episode. I'm super excited to get started with you today. But first, if you don't follow the Instagram page for Kicking Off with Caitlin, go do so to get all the updates on the podcast and some of the things I've been doing at school at my time as a grad student at Syracuse University. But the season's finally here and I'm super excited, and I'm ready to just get right into it. Thursday night, tomorrow night, it's the Cowboys and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tampa Bay Buccaneers are going to be celebrating their big Super Bowl win last year with Tom Brady his first year as a Buccaneer, obviously after spending so many years in New England as a Patriot. Some news has been going on this week. Cowboys starting guard Zach Martin. He's out with COVID. That's a huge loss, especially to that offensive line. He's been a big playmaker, and it's not really going to help out Dak Prescott, especially since he's returning from his gruesome injury last season. But throughout training camp, he has had some concerns with the health of his shoulder. As of now, he is going to play, but it is something to keep our eyes on this season. Also, the Cowboys. They had a terrible defense last year. They fired their defensive coordinator, which was Mike Nolan. They were 31st in rushing, 28 in scoring defense, and with those numbers and those rankings as your defense, you're not going to win games nor make the playoffs, as they did not. The Cowboys, they hired Dan Quinn, which was the former Falcons head coach. And before his time in Atlanta, he was defensive coordinator to the Seattle Seahawks from 2013 and 2014. And that was the year the Seahawks won the NFC and made it to the Super Bowl, but they lost to Tom Brady. Funny to say that because they are facing Tom Brady in the opening game of the season. And as I mentioned before, the Buccaneers are celebrating their win in Super Bowl 55. And they have a great team going into this. They didn't lose any key players from last season on their offense. And there wasn't a lot of action in the offseason mainly kept most of their guys, a few people here and there they lost, but no one really key to that team. And because of this, I am going to pick the Buccaneers to win 35 to 21, and Tom Brady, he's going to have a great a great season start to his 21st season. He's going to throw for four touchdowns and 350 yards. And Tom Brady, he's going to have a great start to this season. He's going to throw for 350 yards and four touchdowns moving forward Sunday 1 o'clock games we have a great bunch of matchups we have the Philadelphia Eagles visiting the Atlanta Falcons a lot of changes for the Eagles as well as the Falcons both have new head coaches they did not they were not on the team last year the Eagles have new head coach Nick Sirianni. Falcons have new head coach Arthur Smith and this is going to be a close game, I would say. I would say it's not going to be a high-scoring game because I think both teams are still rebuilding and trying to find that playoff team that they had a few years ago for both of these teams. Matt Ryan has better weapons. He has Calvin Ridley. He They, they recently drafted the stud tight end from Florida, Kyle Pitts, which I think is huge on that team. He can do it all exactly what they need for that offense and for the Eagles now Jalen Hurts is starting he started towards the end last season but they also have Joe Flacco and Gardner Minshew behind him and I think that Hurts is going to struggle this year and I could see if not all of them one of these three quarterbacks playing this season I think that maybe Joe Flacco is going to have some time Gardner Minshew I think they're going to be very confused this season to finally find their guy and I I obviously do not think Falko or Minshew is the guy, but I hope that Hurts can prove the haters wrong and be that guy for Philadelphia. But I don't think they're going to be able to do it this week, and I'm going to take the Falcons to win 24-17, and Kyle Pitts is going to record his first career NFL touchdown. Moving on, we have two big AFC teams. Both made the playoffs last season. We have the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Buffalo Bills. Last season, when these teams met, the Bills handled the Steelers. They won 26-15. And Josh Allen has to face T.J. Watt, Minka Fitzpatrick. But I think that it will be the other side that has a bigger problem. I think Big Ben will have a tougher time against that Bills defense that was so great last season. I think the Bills are going to contain rookie Najee Harris. He's not going to have a great game to start off his rookie year. And I am going to pick the Bills to win this game. 34 to 21. Moving on, Minnesota Vikings visit the Cincinnati Bengals, and I have seen a lot of pick- people picking the Minnesota Vikings, but I think this could be my upset of the week. I think that the Bengals are going to win this game. Mike Zimmer was the defensive coordinator of the Bengals in 2008 to 2013 before coming to Minnesota to be the head coach in 2014 to now. I think the Vikings are going to try to run often with Dalvin Cook, especially since the Bengals struggle so much against the rush. They did add former St. defensive end Trey Hendrickson, who had 13 and a half sacks last season, and they also have Joe Burrow back. And I'm interested to see how he's going to be off his injury last season. When he first got injured, a lot of doctors and reporters were saying he wasn't going to be back for week one, but I'm glad to see that he's healthy and ready to go. And I think that this is gonna be a close game and it's gonna go down to the end. And it's gonna come down to a game-winning field goal. And I think the Bengals are gonna win it with time expiring to win 30 to 27. Our next game we have is the San Francisco 49ers versus the Detroit Lions. Jimmy Garoppolo is the quarterback for the 49ers. Although there was talk about Trey Lance possibly starting, he was drafted very early in the first round for the 49ers. But I did see a few reports that he wasn't healthy, going to not play in week one. But if he was healthy or not, I couldn't see the 49ers not starting Jimmy G. That is their guy. And injuries killed him and the rest of the 49ers last season. But they still ranked fifth overall in defense. Nick Bosa, D. Ford, and Richard Sherman, they all missed a combination of 40 games from their injuries. And they still ended up being the fifth best defense in the league, which I think is very impressive. It was their offense that struggled a lot last season, but hopefully with Jimmy Garoppolo back and healthy and their new additions to the offense, they can have a better season this year. And the Lions, on the other hand, they're rebuilding. Their new quarterback is Jared Goff, and he was previously on the Rams for many years. And the Lions are looking to make the playoffs since the first time since 2016. They added a lot of players, especially on defense. With the ranked last defense, they definitely need some improvements. I think the 49ers are the better team here. They're going to win 37-20. to And Jimmy Garoppolo is going to have 300 yards and three touchdowns in his win against the Lions. Moving on, the Arizona Cardinals visit the Tennessee Titans and both teams had defensive issues last year. Now for the Cardinals, their secondary may not be as strong as it was in previous years. They lost Patrick Peterson, but they did add Malcolm Butler to a one-year deal. They focused a lot on the defensive line and linebackers to add depth to that line that did struggle so much. They added J.J. Watt from the Texans to hopefully help with the running game that they did struggle with last season but I think for this game all eyes are going to be on Derrick Henry who had over 2,000 rushing yards and 17 touchdowns a great year for him he was the eighth running back all time to to reach 2,000 rushing yards in history and as I mentioned before the Cardinals they struggled with the rush and going against probably the top running back definitely last season in the league I think Henry's going to run all over him, and he's going to be the key to this game. Derrick Henry, he's going to have 105 yards and a touchdown in their win against the Cardinals, 27-20. Seattle Seahawks and Indianapolis Colts, a new-look offense for Seattle under Shane Waldron. And the Seahawks can better protect the run than the Colts. Carson Wentz and Quinton Nelson will play after foot surgery. Wentz under his former QB coach Frank Wright which he had in 2017. Now the key for the Colts is Ken Wentz returned to that all pro quarterback he was in 2017. I think that's gonna be very questionable after another injury he faced. Now all through his NFL career he's faced with multiple different injuries and he hasn't really been that same guy that he's been in 2017. The Colts have struggled against the past and they were 20th in the league and I think that Wilson is going to throw to Metcalf all day long during this game and I think that right now the Seahawks are the better team and that Wentz is going to have to be adjusted to this new team the Indianapolis Colts so I am going to take the Seahawks to win 21-13 and DK Metcalf is going to have two touchdowns in this game making him the favorite target as he was very much last season. Next, the Los Angeles Chargers go to Washington to face the football team. I think that going into this game and in the season, the Chargers feel very confident about Justin Herbert's rookie season. They have a new head coach, Brandon Stanley, who was the defensive coordinator to the Rams and they were the number one ranked defense last year, so I'm excited to see what he does to this team, but especially the defense of how much he improved the Rams last year. The Chargers last year, they ranked in the top 10 for both offense and defense, but they did miss the playoffs. They started only two and seven in the first nine weeks, a very slow start. And as watching the Chargers for at least the past five years, they tend to choke a lot and they can't finish games. They will lead by two scores at halftime and then lose by a field goal. A lot of missed field goals. They have a lot of trouble just finishing games out, and that's gonna be the key to the season. Chargers are a team I could really see making it the playoffs, winning the wild card and going to at least the divisional round, but they need to finish games. They have all the pieces to do that. They have a new head coach, a great sophomore season quarterback and a great defense. I think they just need to be able to finish those games. But also on the other hand, Washington they had the second-ranked defense, and Chase Young had a great rookie season, and I'm so excited to see what he's going to do this year. He's even going to have a better year in his second season. And I think that, as mentioned before, the Chargers had a pretty good defense last year, and it's going to be the battle of which defense plays better, which defense causes turnovers. And looking at also this quarterback matchup, now Ryan Fitzpatrick, he's on his eleven team now, And he's played for almost half the league, but I think that Herbert is a little bit better, and he has a better system on his offense. So I am going to pick the Chargers to win 21-14, and one of those touchdowns for the Chargers is going to be a pick-six. I think that the Chargers are really going to start off their season on the right foot and make a lot of plays on defense, especially. Next, we have the New York Jets visiting the Carolina Panthers. Sam Darnold versus old team. They have their new quarterback, the Jets, that's making his rookie debut, Zach Wilson. I think that in this matchup, I'm excited to see how Darnold plays against his former team. I've mentioned before in previous podcasts, I don't think that Sam Darnold ever had that chance to be the franchise quarterback for New York he never had the pieces around him he didn't have the best coach in hands so I think that now that he's on the Panthers he has a lot better team around him I mean he has his former receiver Robbie Anderson that was also on the Jets and they have a healthy ready to go Christian McCaffrey in the backfield so I think that the Panthers are the better team now the Jets they have a lot of missing pieces and they have for many years is why they haven't made the playoffs in over 10 years and I think that this is going to be another rebuilding year as any Jets fan would say but every year seems to be a rebuilding year and they don't seem to get any better um, and I don't think that Zach Wilson is the guy. I'm going to say it right now before week one. I don't think he's the guy. I think he's very over heights. And I, he doesn't have the pieces around him to be successful. So I am going to pick the Panthers to win this game. And Sam Darnold is going to win against his former team in week one. And they're going to win 30-15. to 15. Christian McCaffrey is going to run all over the field. He's also going to catch a lot of balls. And I think he's going to be the MVP of this game for the Panthers. Next, we have AFC South matchup. We have the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Houston Texans. The Jaguars, they need they need work on all sides of the ball. They won in Week 1 last season and then decided to lose the rest of the 15 games, but they did get Trevor Lawrence, the first overall pick in the draft last season, and he's making his rookie debut. He was clearly the starter over Gardner Minshew which as mentioned is on the Philadelphia Eagles now and he struggled in the preseason but I'm not taking that so far I'm not going to overreact but he didn't look good but it is only the preseason I need to see him in a real NFL game with starters and competition and we're competing for things now because I think that a lot of teams don't really care about the preseason which I wouldn't either but they are without their rookie running back which was also from clemson which was going to be a huge depth into that running back um, field for the jaguars now they do have carlos hyde who's returning to play for their former ohio state coach urban meyer he has never coached in the nfl he's also making his nfl debut and he came into a team that has a lot of work, like I said earlier. The defense was ranked 31st, so they brought in the Reefen- the Ravens' defensive line coach, Joe Cullen. He has a lot of work cut out for him this year. They ranked near bottom for everything in the defensive category. And they pushed to make their defensive line better with their um, additions in the offseason. They added Roy Robertson-Harris from the Bears and Jaheed Ward from the Ravens, so he will be working with his former coach from the previous team. And speaking of the Ravens, David Culley is their new head coach in Houston. He was an assistant head coach in Baltimore. wasn't really sure how I felt about this coaching decision. I mean, of course, as being a Ravens fan, I very much do like my coaching staff, I'd have to say. I don't really not like any of the coaches but I wasn't really sure this was the fit for Houston and I do think there was better options available but also the Texans have a new defensive coordinator Lovey Smith he was the Bears head coach years ago he's been in a few different spots throughout the NFL and they're going to have a new starting quarterback, so Deshaun Watson, as we all know, has had many allegations against him, a lot of drama going on this offseason, lots of talks of trades, but the only team that has expressed interest, or at least in the rumors have, was the Dolphins. That never got settled, so Tyrod Taylor's starting. He's been on a few different teams. He was on the Chargers previously, so he's starting for the Texans. But the Texans, they also struggle with the defense. As I mentioned, they have a new defensive coordinator. They ranked last in rushing and interceptions. For the first time in t- since 2010, the Texans are going to run a 4-3 defense with defensive coordinator Lovie Smith. JJ Watt is now gone, probably their most explosive player on their defense he want to release. But for this defense to be successful, as I mentioned, they were ranked last in interceptions. They need to cause turnovers. I think that defenses that are good at causing turnovers and sacks and fumbles are the defenses and teams that make it far. And it's why the Texans had so little wins last season. But it was kind of hard for me to pick this game because I think both teams have so much work still to do and this. And there's a lot of changes going on that I'm going to have to evaluate as the season goes on, but I am going to pick the Jaguars to win 27 20. And Trevor Lawrence will have 215 yards and two touchdowns in his rookie debut, and he'll get that win for week one. But moving on to the four o'clock games on Sunday, we have a rematch of the AFC divisional game, the Cleveland Browns and the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, recapping that playoff game last season. The Chiefs were up 19-3 to at halftime. It looked like the Chiefs had taken this and they were going to be the team to represent in the AFC Championship to go along with the Buffalo Bills. Mahomes got concussion and the Browns were so close to coming back from a 16-point deficit at the half. They really tried and they pushed and they looked like a real contender for the Super Bowl and I think that they are this season. They are one of the more put together teams i would say especially in the afc they have all of their returners on their offense returning including obj he's back and healthy after the acl tear and they just got better i think than last season i think that the browns are going to keep it close again and they are a better team like i just mentioned but i think that the chiefs are just a tad bit better and it's going to be a close game and i'm very excited to watch this game but I think the Chiefs are going to take this especially that they're at home and being an arrowhead I just think the Chiefs got this they're going to win 27-24 then we have next a AFC East matchup the Miami Dolphins and New England Patriots Tua Tagovailoa versus Mac Jones last season was Tua's rookie year he went six and three but I've noticed that he was very inconsistent in his past game last year but they have most of one of the most improved defenses. Definitely top two secondary in the league with Xavier Howard, 10 interceptions. The team had 18. Brandon Jones is a great tackler. They added Jason McCourty to provide leadership to teach that young secondary. But the Patriots on the other hand have a brand new team. They spent most of their money in the offseason. And Cam Newton was released on August 31st. So Mac Jones is their guy in New England. They ranked fourth in rushing, and they gave Sony Michelle to the Rams, but he was not great last season. He was third in rushing yards behind Damien Harris, and he was also behind quarterback Cam Newton. He wasn't very. He wasn't a big part to this offense last season, and they have a veteran veteran secondary: Stephon Gilmore and Devin McCourty. McCourty brothers are gonna be going at it. For the first time and I think it's gonna be a game of which secondary performs better both of these secondaries are definitely in the top five but I think that Tua is gonna struggle and I think he's gonna struggle a lot this season I think Mac Jones in his rookie debut he's gonna throw for 230 yards two touchdowns and one interception and give the Patriots their first win of the season 24-12. The Packers and the Saints Usually I would say this is like the game of the week, but Drew Brees retired this offseason. It's not the same Saints. The Packers, they ranked in the top 10 for both offense and defense first in scoring offense last season. They didn't add anyone in free agency, and they didn't really lose a lot either. So it's a lot of the same people that went to the NFC Championship game last season. They lost Jamal Williams, but they do have Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon, which I think are a better combo then having Jamal Williams on that team they return most of their defense including Zadarius Smith and Preston Smith both very big and explosive playmakers on that defense are the Packers so as I mentioned the Saints are without Drew Brees. he has now retired and Jameis Winston is going to start over Taysom Hill I don't really love either of these quarterbacks but I like that Jameis Winston is starting because he is more of a quarterback. Taysom Hill can pretty much do it all. He works on special teams so going and snap for quarterback he lines up as a tight end and I kind of would rather him stay at that position and develop more Jameis Winston as their guy to be the quarterback in New Orleans. The Saints they have some pressure. They made the playoffs the last four seasons and I think it's going to be interesting to see what they do without Drew Brees. Secondary, though, is, is in the question because with Lamore, he's a stud. But who's going to play opposite of him? Patrick Robinson's aging. He's in his mid-30s. He's dealt with a lot of injuries. And the Saints, they drafted with their third round picked. So I think this rookie's going to make a debut, and I'm going to see how he's going to go against Devontae Adams and Aaron Rodgers. And I'm excited to see how that works out think the Packers are a very strong team, probably the best in the NFC. So I think they are going to beat the Saints and they're going to win 34-21. The Denver Broncos are going to visit the New York Giants and there's a new quarterback for the Denver Broncos, Drew Locke, which was drafted a few years ago. He lost a starting job. Teddy Bridgewater is going to start. I think the Broncos have used 10 starting quarterbacks since Peyton Manning retired in 2015, and that's a lot. They only have two winning records, and they haven't made the playoffs since that Super Bowl win. So they are fighting to get back to the playoffs in the postseason this year. Cortland Sutton, he's back in healthy He towards ACL last season. He hasn't played. He's only played in one game, and he's going to be a key receiver to this to this offense. They need him alongside with Jerry Judy. He's entering his second season. He did great last year. In his rookie year, he led the offense with 856 yards, but he needs to handle the ball better. He had 14 drops. The defense also struggled. Many injuries. They added rookie Pat, Pat Certain from Alabama for that cornerback death. It brought back Von Miller and Kareem Jackson. Miller had that ankle injury a few days before week one last season, so he did not play at all last season, so I'm excited to see how his return goes. The Giants, they're looking to reach the playoffs for the first time since 2016. Daniel Jones needs to prove himself. He has better talent around him. The offense is ranked 31st. He struggled specifically in passing, which was 29th. But they brought in Kenny Galladay for wide receiver depth, a true wide receiver one since the loss of OBJ. They never really fit that spot in since Odell Beckham Jr. went to the Cleveland Browns. Sterling Shepard's also a reliable receiver. I'm excited to see what he does this season. As well as Darius Slayton. He's coming off a bad year as a deep threat. He will be motivated by the free agent they signed, John Ross III. But they also have their biggest key of their offense returning he's been out since week two Saquon Barkley as of now he is questionable for this game but he is making progress he's had some contact during practice but hopefully he'll be healthy if not this week hopefully next week and I'm excited for his for to see what he's going to do in his comeback season Evan Ingram he entered his calf in the last preseason game so he is also questionable but He has not been making progress. He hasn't really been practicing. It looks very doubtful for him to play against the Broncos. But they did sign Kyle Rudolph from the Vikings to go along with this tight end core. So we're excited to see how Rudolph is gonna play in his first game as a Giant. He did very well in the Vikings for them a few for a few years. And I think that in this game, the Giants should win and they are going to win. 24-20, 2420 20. they're going to get their they're going to get on the right foot this season. They're going to start off 1 and 0. And Jones is going to throw for 275 yards, two touchdowns, and of course, he's going to have a fumble because that is his favorite thing to do. Sunday night football we have the Chicago Bears and the Los Angeles Rams. Andy Dalton is starting over Justin Fields. Andy Dalton has a 1-year contract. Justin Fields was picked in the first round, 11th overall the Bears need the right guy under center. They ranked 26th overall last season. They were flipping between Nick Foles and Mitch Trubisky, which were playing on and off for them last season. Now Mitch Trubisky is on the Bills, backing up Josh Allen, and I think that if Andy Dalton does struggle, they are going to put in Justin Fields, and I can guarantee they probably will put Justin Fields in sometime this season. They do have a tough schedule. They have to figure they have to face the Packers twice. They play the whole AFC North. I think the Bears are going to struggle and Justin Fields is going to go in. I'm excited to see what Justin Fields does in the NFL. Their wide receiver Darnell Mooney had a slow start last year, but he finished with 61 catches and 631 yards. Allen Robinson led that team with over 1,200 yards, and he was that main target. And I'm excited to see how he is this season. David Montgomery led the rush when Tyree Cohen went down early last season. They also drafted two linemen to help better protect their quarterback. They allowed 36 sacks last season, 18 for Trubisky and 18 for Nick Foles. So it didn't really matter who was under center. They could not protect their quarterback. This defense is going to operate on a 3-4 defense. And I think their success, as in many years prior, is going to rely on their defense. Usually for Chicago, they have a pretty well built defense and their offense always struggles and they need to cause turnovers as I mentioned for a previous team in order to win games and get to that playoff team you're going to need to cause turnovers they did struggle in that area last season for the Rams new quarterback under center Matt Stafford which this trade was done early in the offseason season. They also add veteran Deshaun Jackson, and they got Sony Michelle from the Pats a few weeks ago to add to that offense. They were the top defense overall last season. They have a new defensive coordinator, Raheem Morris, which he was the Bucs' former head coach. They're going to keep their 3-4 defense scheme. They only allowed four and a half about four and a half yards per play last year, which was a third better than anyone else. They led the league in scoring defense and second in sacks. So they had it all together, the Rams. They just need that offense to work better. And I guess that they thought Matt Stafford is their guy. Aaron Donald, he had a great season last year, 13 and a half sacks. And I think by the end of the season, he's going to have 14 and a half sacks. The NFC West is going to be the toughest division in the NFC. And the Rams are going to have to win early because their schedule only gets more difficult. And the Rams are going to win this game 30 to 17. For Monday Night Football, our last game of the week is the Baltimore Ravens visiting the Las Vegas Raiders. This is the first time fans can be in the stadium in Vegas. The stadium was completed in July 2020, but of course, due to COVID, no fans were allowed in the stadium last season. Some former Ravens are going to be on the Raiders this season. Yannick Ngwakwe and Willie Sneed are on the Raiders, which they played for the Ravens last year. They also added running back depth with Kenyan Drake from the Dolphins. Derek Carr, a lot of people talk a lot about Derek Carr and how he's not the franchise guy, but he has had three seasons in a row with 4,000 passing yards, and he ranked 8th overall in offense. Their defense is their problem. 25th overall, they struggled in all areas of defense, especially scoring defense. Third few is turnovers. Fourth few is sacks. But I think that adding Yannick Nguakwe to this will help the edge pass rush dynamic for the Raiders that they've been searching for. He has 40 plus sacks and 15 plus fumbles since 2016. They also added some interior linemen that can also rotate if needed. For the Baltimore Ravens, they have not had a good start to the season, which the season just started this week. Rashad Bateman, their first overall pick in the draft, and Miles Boykin are both on the IR to start the season. They will be out at least for three weeks. The Ravens lost two of their running backs before week one. J.K. Dobbins out with the ACL. Very painful injury. It's really sad to see such a young player go before the season even starts. Justice Hill, he's out with an Achilles injury. He will be out for the entire season. So the only two healthy running backs are Gus Edwards and Tyson Hill, and both of these running backs are undrafted. But... Recently, on Tuesday, they signed Le'Veon Bell. He's on the practice squad, and they also signed Trenton Cannon to the 53-man roster. He was drafted by the New York Jets in the sixth round a few years ago. But I think that eventually Le'Veon Bell is going to make his way to the 53-man roster. can definitely see him backing up Gus, Gus Edwards, but I think Gus Edwards is their guy, and I think he's going to be great at leading this Ravens rushing offense. Mark Andrews also got a four-year contract extension for $56 million. And as I mentioned before, the Ravens have struggled in their offense. And obviously, it's not a great start to it. But I think that their defense and that amazing secondary they have with Marlon Humphrey and Marcus Peters is going to help them win games. And I think that they are the better team in this matchup. Gus Edwards is going to have a great day being RB1. He's going to have 100 yards rushing and two rushing touchdowns. And I think the Ravens are going to win Vegas 27-21. And that's all the games for Week 1 in the NFL. I am so excited to watch these games and talk to you guys next Wednesday about what happens, and we'll preview Week 2 next week. Thank you. Have a great night.